you are now about to enter into the amazing world of a community of faith-based believers who are changing the game (laughs) and changing the world by being saved and sexy. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Saved and Sexy. It is your one and only host, LaFlower Bowie, here back with another episode. I gotta say, happy new decade. (laughs) OMG, we are in a new decade, guys. The things that we're gonna do for the next 120 days can really set up our lives, our legacy for the next decade, the next 10 years. And so that's what I want to talk about today on our episode is our goals that we've set. You know, I'm pretty sure you've heard a lot of stuff talk about 2020 vision, a lot of people talking about um, doing their vision boards, writing down their goals, and of course, those who still make New Year's resolutions. But today I want to really talk to you about how to stay calibrated to your goals how to stay in alignment with who you are and the mission that God has you on. Because I'm pretty sure you've prayed and you've heard and you see the vision, right? You see the vision. But now, how do we fill up that space between seeing the vision and obtaining the vision? How do we fill up that space between taking the vision from a point of of conception to a point of completion? All right? So, we're going to talk about serious goals. How do we get serious about this thing, about really being the man or the woman who you truly desire to be, living that purpose-driven life, living on purpose, walking in victory? And I want to give you some steps today. So in one of my coaching groups, the Worthy Tribe, we um, did a we're, we did a winter wellness session or series, I should say, where several of us coaches, we jumped into the tribe and we were preparing the tribe members for the new year, going into the new year and going through the winter season. Now I'll touch on the winter season for just a moment because there's, it's super important to have wellness and wholeness in the winter season. For one, the winter season can be lonely. The winter season can be lonely the the nights are longer, the days are shorter. Some some of us are a little bit more still still during the winter season. Some of us are super busy running around with family. You know, we just wrap up the holiday seasons and things. And so it's so important for us to have a whole mind, body, and spirit um, experience or being be in that state of wholeness as we're going through the winter, because the winter can take some people out. The winter can cause you to think about, reflect on the year, think about the goals that you missed, think about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, think about the man or the woman who you um, thought you would have grown to be before the winter season, right? Before the, before the winter season has arrived. Um, it may cause you to think about loved ones who's transitioned, loved ones who are not there anymore, may um, cause you to think about the things that you could have said to them or wishing they were here to experience this stage of life with you. So again, the winter season can take you out if you are not walking in wholeness. So we did the winter series, winter wellness series. So if anyone wants um, the link to the tribe, I'll include it in the description below. Come on over, join us into the tribe. Um, The tribe is totally free, of course. 
but the mentors and the coaches that we have in there, it's would cost people thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to, um, you know, to get that type of, of insight and training and coaching. And we do free coaching every single week, um, group, group coaching. So let's jump into this, um, these serious goals. It's like, how do we really be serious about the goals? How do we really paint the picture of what our rearview mirror is going to look like December, 2020? You know, we were talking about um, looking back and not getting stuck in the shoulda, coulda, woulda. So if you become serious about your goals, serious about your plan, then the probability is highly increased for you to paint out what your rearview mirror looks like. Okay, so let's jump into serious. So um, for serious, I broke down um, the word serious into um, into an acronym. Okay. So the S in serious stands for sacrifice. So serious people make sacrifices. Sacrifices um, should outweigh excuses. Now, I know it's super easy to come up with an excuse without even thinking about the excuse. (laughs) I have done it. You know, the excuse is just the first. It's almost like a rebuttal that just flows out so naturally, uh, you know, the buts and the whys and things. But when you're serious about your goals, when you're serious about being tired of the situation that you're in, when you're serious about finding that love of your life, when you're serious about changing the dynamic of the relationship of your marriage or or your children, or when you're serious about saying, you know what, I will not be in the same cubicle, in the same desk another full year. Like this time next year, I will be promoted. This time next year, I will walk in faith. I will take that new position that's offered to me. And so serious people make sacrifices. And so in order for you to get you get to that point where you want to get you, there's going to have to be some sacrifice. Now, for me, over the years, I've had to sacrifice my time. I've had to sacrifice um, time with my husband, time with my kiddos. I've had to sacrifice time spent on my business because I had to make up for the time that I took away from my husband and kiddos, if that makes sense. I had to sacrifice time with God because one of my desires was to increase. I wanted more. I wanted more. I was so thirsty and I still am so thirsty for God. Um, I wanted more of him, more of him. And so I had to sacrifice some things so that I can spend that intimate time with my creator And I didn't make excuses. You know, if there were some late nights that I had to stay up, then so be it. If I had to wake up and I still struggle, I still struggle to wake up early. (laughs) If I could be totally transparent with you guys. But waking up early has so many benefits because the house is quiet. I'm able to maximize that ta- that that um that small time frame. I'm able to have my morning glory hour where you can get some 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 fitness time in, get some prayer in, and um, stimulate my mind with some type of personal development material. And so we make those sacrifices. I got to you know use create more crockpot recipes for the family so that dinner could be done, and that would free me up some time to do some of the other things that I wanted to do in order to accomplish some of those goals. So sacrifices, your sacrifices should outweigh excuses every time. 
Now, the E in serious stands for engaged. You got to be fully engaged. When you are plugged into the culture of the goal that you want to complete, it, it does something to you, you know? Um, how engaged are you? How engaged are you in um, if it's a career goal that you're working on? How engaged are you in um, the organization, in the organization, um, you know, within your company? How engaged are you with your leadership? How engaged are you with your peers? If it's a, a business goal, how engaged are you with the product or even the culture of the product that you're selling? You know, you may be in the health and fitness, in the travel industry, in the coaching industry. You got to know your industry. You know, my uh, my 16 year old. No, he's 17. <laughs> my 17 year old son, he loves the game of basketball. He's six two. He loves basketball. But he had to begin to um, engage himself in the game of basketball. You can love basketball. You can enjoy playing basketball. But do you know the game of basketball? Do you know um, some trailblazers? Do you know the history? Do you know what's currently going on in the game of basketball? Same thing in your business. Do you know the culture or the temperature of your industry at this moment? Is it, um, you know, there's ebbs and flows to everything that we go through in life, especially in business. Where is the culture of that industry at right now? You got to know those things. How are you marketing that big business? What are hot buttons for consumers right now? Those are things that you got to know to um, in order to be engaged in your industry or engaged in the culture of whatever goal you want to complete. If you want to um, lose weight, if, if you're focusing on fitness this year, are you engaged in the pulse of your body? Do you know what causes you to feel tired? Do you know what helps you sleep better? Do you know what's going to give you a boost of energy? Are you listening to your body? Um, are you taking the pause and, and listening so that you can be engaged in the culture of the goals that you want to complete? Next is going to be R, guys. R is in serious stands for relentless. Most will not get to a, to a state of relentless of um having a relentless mindset. You know, good is the enemy of great. You have to get into the process of achieving a relentless state of mind. There's so many times where the reason that we start to do things, the why that we say, the why that we say in network marketing, your why, like, why are you doing this business? Why are you doing this? Um, why did you start this? Why did you add this on? And so many people will say it's for my children. I'm building a legacy. I want additional income. I want to have more time freedom. I want to have financial freedom. But guess what? The same reasons why we start is a lot of times the same reasons that we use to quit. Oh, my kids have events. My kids have, um, you know, I got to help my kids with this, or I don't have money to come to the, to the meeting. I don't have money to start the business. Um, but there's so many reasons that we cannot get into this relentless state of mind. And the main one is that we use our same reasons why we start something to be the reason why we have to stop or why we cannot continue with it. So I challenge you to get into that relentless state of mind. I tell my team and the um, the clients that I work with, have responsible conversations with your family and friends. 
have responsible conversations. Let them know like, hey, during my hours of operation or while I'm going after this degree, um, during my study time, you know, while I have to work some overtime at work, um, whatever it is, have a responsible conversation with them. Share your goal with them. Share the time that you're going to be away from them and get their buy-in. So that your main reasons why will not will not turn into your re, will, will not turn into your re, reasons why not. That's a tongue twister, <laughs> but it's so true. When I was going for a rank in um, in my current company, I had I I had responsible conversations from my my four year old at the time, or three year old at the time, to my my college student. I had responsible conversations with them with my husband, like hey. Can we adjust this date? Can we move date night over here? Because I got a, you know, a, a business event over there. So get creative, but num- but have a responsible conversation so that you can get into that relentless state of mind so that the people closest to you will help support your relentless state of mind, opposed to detracting, uh, being distractions for you to pull you out of that relentless state of mind, right? All right, moving on. I, I is important. How important is this to you? Weigh it out. Weigh it out. Put it on a scale. How important is this goal to you? How important is it for you to be debt free? How important is it for you to have a closer relationship with God? How important is you? uh, How important is it? I said, is you? (laughs) How important is it for you not to be in that same desk, that same position, and that same pay rate next year? How important is it? How important is it for you to get your first book out? I tell my mom all the time. I say, mom, we can't just talk about it. We got to be about it. We got to be about it. We have to be about our business, be about our goals. So ask yourself and totally do it in a mirror. I talk to myself sometimes. I say, look, LaFlower, how important is this? How important is this to you? If December 2020, when December 2020 comes around, if we do not have this goal completed, how will that make you feel? Where does does this goal rank on your list of priority? How high is this? Right? So ask yourself, have a serious conversation with yourself. I mean, a serious conversation with yourself. I want you to imagine how it's going to feel to achieve that goal. And how it's going to feel if you don't achieve that goal. Weigh it out. Ask yourself, how important is this goal to me? Moving on, guys. The O. O is for overcome. So we don't just survive. We overcome. We overcome obstacles. We overcome barriers. We overcome excuses. We overcome doubt. We overcome disbelief. We overcome the naysayers. We overcome overcome the financial restraints. We overcome the lack of faith. We overcome all of that. We overcome our past. We overcome our previous failures or our previous learning opportunities. We overcome all of those things. And when we overcome those things, we are able to thrive and not just survive. I was speaking with a client one time and um, 
she was saying that she was ready to leave her job, that I'm just going to, she just wanted to jump. And we all know, or I'm pretty sure most of us have heard the, the Steve Harvey speech jump, right? It's like, just jump, just do it. You know, just staying in there, you're not going to complete your goals. You got to jump. And um, we were talking, I was talking to this client and we were talking about an exit strategy. And I told her, I really want you to, um, you know, to think about having an exit strategy. Um, you know, exit strategy out of corporate America. What does that look like? You know, let's work on the numbers. Let's work on the stats. Let's work on your emergency fund. Let's make sure that when you do jump, you're able to thrive and not just survive. Because when you jump, when you jump without being prepared, okay? Now, of course, God is amazing. God can do anything, okay, right? But when I jump, I want I want God to use me to thrive and not just to help me survive, right? So if I jump without being prepared, if I jump without making sure my family has food to eat, jumping before I make sure that there is sustainable income coming in from my business, then I'm jumping. When I jump, I'm just asking God to help me survive because I really don't have a lot to add to it, right? I'm just jumping. I'm jumping. <laughs> I'm jumping off this cliff. I'm jumping off this bridge. I'm just asking God, help me survive. But when you jump and you have a plan, you have a parachute. That plan is your parachute, right? That plan, your that parachute is pack, packed with your plan. That parachute is packed with your, um, with the ways that you're going to generate income, how your business, what your business is going to look like in the next six months to a year that, that parachute is packed. And when you jump and you are able to open up that parachute, imagine where the winds of the Holy spirit, where the winds of God can take you. God would allow you to thrive with the plan. He would allow you to thrive with the plan instead of just surviving without a plan. So that's how you overcome. You overcome by being prepared for the storm. You overcome by having, um, and maybe you're not even able to mentally prepare for the storm, but emotionally and spiritually, you know that no matter, no matter what comes, no matter what goes, I'm going to be okay because I'm prepared mentally and emotionally for the storm. The storm is not going to take me out. But when we are prepared, God can God can take us anywhere when we are prepared. And prepared is just like I said for being prepared is being prepared um emotionally, physically, financially. Right. And your family's prepared, not just you, because you're a part of a unit. If you if you are married or if you have kids or if you just have kids. Everybody has to survive, because if somebody in your family doesn't survive, you're emotionally, that's going to take you out. If that if that storm wears them out, if you jumping off that cliff just helps the entire family survive instead of the entire family thriving, then that that's going to have a huge impact. On everyone, right? So be an overcomer. Yes, you gotta go, you gotta jump off that cliff, you gotta off that cliff, you gotta walk by faith and not by sight. Yes, you have to do those things, but you also have to be a good steward of what God has already given you, right? So prepare that stuff, pack your parachute and jump and allow God to um to have you thrive. But don't jump without being prepared. And so that you're just 
surviving, right? All right. So the U, moving on. The U is going to be for unstoppable. Mm, I love this one. So when you are serious, engaged, relentless, and an overcomer, you become unstoppable. I'm going to say it one more time. When you are serious, when you are engaged, when you are relentless, when you are an overcomer. So serious plus engaged plus relentless plus overcomer equals unstoppable. Unstoppable. That's when you're able to get into a, a flow of unstoppability. I think I just made that up. But that's okay. Unstoppability. When you are unstoppable, nothing is going to stop you. No man, no woman, no devil out of hell. Nothing will stop you because you have gotten into an unstoppable mindset. And the only thing that may come up and stop you will be you because the only enemy in an, when you're in an unstoppable flow will be the inner you. So the only inner, inner enemy will be the inner me. Inner me is the only enemy. So get into that unstoppable place. And, and when you when that self-doubt rises up, push it away. When those insecurities rise up, rise up, push it away. When you start to think, oh, I can't do this, push it away. When you take off your blinders and you start looking to your left and looking to your right and worrying about who's doing what or how they're doing it, you begin to compete and compare. You can't compete and compare at the same time because when if you're serious about competing, you're not looking to your right or your left. You're only looking straight towards that finish line, towards that goal that you've set for yourself. Because remember, we are painting our rearview mirror for December 2020 right? You're painting this right now. And so if you're painting your own goals, if you're painting your finish line, if you're running fast towards the goals that you have set for yourself for this year and for this decade, you don't have time to worry about who said what and who did what, because you're so focused. All of your time and energy is going towards the people and the things that you care most about. And that goal that's going to impact the people and the things that you care most about. Now, obstacles are things you see when you lose focus, right? So we just talked about being an overcomer, being in an unstoppable mindset. So again, if when you lose focus, that's when you're, you're looking to your right and to your left. Stay focused on those goals. Stay focused on those goals. And then those obstacles are just going to be like little pebbles or little stones on the ground. You're just going to walk over them. You're just going to walk over them. But have you ever been walking and maybe you were focused on something else and maybe a little rock made you trip? A little rock made you trip or how the, the, the foundation may have been uneven on the sidewalk or on the on the street or there was a step that you that you didn't. You didn't see because you were paying attention to something else and it made you trip. But if you were focused on what's ahead of you, those obstacles, those obstacles will never be huge barriers or boulders to prohibit you from getting to that new level or that goal that you're running after. And last but definitely, definitely not least, it's going to be sincere. Are you sincere about winning? Ask yourself, how sincere am I about this goal? How sincere am I about winning for my family? How sincere am I am I about 
not over-promising and under-delivering? And that's one question that I had to ask about, ask myself, because there was a point in my life where I was over-promising and under-delivering. I was over-promising to my family. And I, however, I was under-delivering because I was not serious about my goal. I, I wasn't in that relentless state of mind. I wasn't able to over, I wasn't able to overcome. I was only able to survive, which led me to not achieving the goals that I promised my family, right? And so I want you to thrive in this next, in this next decade. I want our Sage and Sexy community to be some of the most amazing kingdom believers out there. I want you to thrive in your marriages. I want you to thrive in your relationships. I want you to thrive in your finances. I want you to thrive in your relationship with the most high God. I want you to thrive at your job. I want you to thrive in everything that you do. I want you to, I want your children to thrive. I want your parents to thrive. I I want this to be, you know, we talk about the overflow. We talk about the harvest, but I want you to be serious about the seeds that God has given you. Be good stewards of the seeds that will produce the harvest. Some of us, God has given us the seeds to produce an amazing harvest, but we're still looking for God to give us just for God to give us the deed to a harvest that was planted by somebody else. Use your seeds to plant your harvest. Be serious about your goals. Because one thing, when you have your own seeds and your own harvest, guess what? You can replant. You have a new season coming. You have a new harvest. You can, that expectation of a new harvest will never end because you know the process to take something from seed to harvest, from conception to completion versus having the easy way out and getting the deed to someone else's harvest, someone else's land. Guess what? The soil may be different. It may need um, the process for growing that harvest may be different. You don't know what they did in order to get that harvest. So the only thing you can do is get that harvest one time. But you don't know how to retill that land, how to go through that process of reseeding and replanting and growing and, and, and loving on that goal and loving on that dream and loving on that harvest. But when you have your own seed and you take the time to grow your own seed, to produce your own harvest, guess what? You can do it again and then again and again and again and again. And then you'll see how you say, man, I keep getting blessed. God is so amazing because he's giving you that seed to produce a harvest over and over and over again. And then what if that harvest expands to a new field? And then another field, and then another town, then another state, and another region. And you just keep growing, and your territory continues to be expanded. All because you took care of your seed. And today, your seed is your goal for 2020. Your seed is that resolution that you made for yourself. Your seed is the 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 intimate things that you wrote down in your journal. That's your seed. Be a good steward of your seed. Co-create something so amazing 
with 20 in 2020 with God that you shock yourself. You shock yourself. Dream bigger. Dream bigger. Take God and your expectations out of the box that you have them in and blow them up. Blow them up. Mega size them. Times 10, times 100. Because as long as you are serious about your seed, you're serious about your seed. You understand the process of making that seed grow. I guarantee you that harvest will come. Your harvest will come. Amen. I feel like I've been preaching. <laughs> well, guys, that is it for today. I pray and hope that you um, enjoyed our time together. Again, please check out the comments below. Message me if you like this episode or if you what you want to hear. This is our new Saved and Sexy community. I am so grateful and blessed um, to have all of you a part of my life. Um, grace and peace to everyone. And again, happy new decade.